What's up, everybody? Welcome back to uh, Life Gold with DNP. Oh yeah. Know if you can tell, but um, we're on Zoom, so yeah, you probably you probably can because of the audio quality. Yeah. Um, also, we're, we're Will cuts out every thirty seconds because he's in South Lake Tahoe at the moment, aren't you, Will? Yeah, I am in South Lake Tahoe, and our Wi-Fi is horrible. So yeah, it's been pretty tough doing school. You know, I'm in uh, five classes and. Three of them I have to be in live, and mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I'll, be, I'll be making a very poignant point in the discussion, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, what? What? What'd you say? Will, what'd you say? Will, yeah. Hey, what? What'd you say, Will? And, um, yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah, and they all sound exactly like that. Yeah, they uh, do. I myself. Stanford sound like. Mm-hmm, yes, indeed. I myself... Um, uh, this isn't that relevant, but I'm 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 doing some painting. I'm getting some painting done on this on this Zoom call that we're doing. You're painting uh, right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow, Dan, that's really um, creative. What the? I I mean, I I just had a lot of free time uh, since summer school you're, ended. You're turning into like a true Renaissance man. <laughs> well, uh, your your words, not mine. No, but I'm I'm going up to Oregon tomorrow. Uh, I'm kind of just hanging out at home with my yeah. fam. So yeah, Will, uh, who do we have on the pod today? Today, we have an absolute legend, a Los Matos High School legend. We've mentioned her on the pod already, I think. Yeah, and she's actually the first female guest we have on the podcast, so that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes to Stanford with me. Uh, She knows Daniel from middle school, I believe, Dan, right? Yeah, yep, that's where we met. Yeah, and uh, her name is Danica Lyle. She is absolutely hilarious. She uh, she's in a sketch comedy group at Stanford called Robber Barons. Uh, I'll get into that more in the interview because that shit makes me cry. Yeah, but um, just enjoy the interview. It's a real good one, uh, and we hope you have a good time. Yay! Go, Danny. We'll get there. We'll just, it'll be a probably different time. Okay, cool. So, hi, Danny. Hi, hi, Dan. I will. Oh my gosh, how how are you doing, Danny? I was doing so good mm-hmm. an hour ago. I'm yeah. living with friends at a house, and then 20 minutes ago, I found out that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Yeah, this is very, very so, unideal timing. This, yeah, Will yeah. Was talking about that. Yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, 25 minutes ago, I was like, can't wait to be funny with my high school friends. And I'm like, mm, can't wait to have existential dread hang at the back mm-hmm. of my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I live like that 24-7, so it's, you'll get used to it. It's okay. Stop itching your head. Okay. Um, the only reason I came on the podcast is really to apologize to you. Oh, um, I mean, I... I can't say that I'm surprised, but no, thank you. yeah, this was a big public um, squashing of the beef that we've just, had. Yeah, should so, I should I leave this? Um, no, no, you nope. well, shut up, will just you, shut up. Will because you can actually you just leave, be quiet. If you leave, you do not know what I'm going to say to Dan. You're uh, kind yeah. of keeping the peace right now. You're, you're, um, yeah, what? <laughs> I'll just sit. I'll just sit silently and listen. Good. Um, what have I been doing? Um, I was living with my parents for the beginning of quarantine uh, for seven months, um, reverted to my high school self. Uh, I was working an unpaid internship 
at mm-hmm. um, this show called Full Frontal with Samantha B. And uh, oh my, oh, actually, oh, hold on. Actually, that's insane. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's, I didn't know that. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, what was that I like? Mean, I mean, the, it, it's like, here was the amount of awesome. I like that I'm saying this on a podcast. Podcast listeners, imagine I got my hands outstretched and this is the amount of awesome it would have been yeah. if I was going to be in the studio, which we were. And then obviously it became remote and the job, I like also- it became um, uh, me watching other comedy news shows, writing down all the jokes so that we made sure that our, jo- that our show didn't copy any jokes. So oh, I nice. may have worked at Samantha B, but I learned way more about the Colbert show uh, than I ever thought I would. At a the summer. old, the, the, the current Colbert show? Oh yeah, yeah, the current yeah, one. Yeah, Making yeah. sure we didn't, you know, do monologue <laughs> repeats. But I mean, super thankful that I did that. And then when I wasn't, when I wasn't having my labor used for no money, I was mm-hmm. um, talking to my grandparents and yes. uh, trying to write and uh, smoking weed. And uh, nice. Uh, and I know I understand that you uh, also own and operate four Build-A-Bear workshop locations that you yeah. purchased right before the pandemic mm-hmm. started in March. And I, I remember telling you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Um, you did. But you, you said, uh, you know, fuck those Wuhan idiots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought I, that I was said- pretty vulgar. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think those the, that was taken out of context. Um, uh, I think what I meant to say was, uh, you know, like build a bear, like this will fix it, because that's really where I was coming from. I kind of thought the build a bears themselves, like why are we fighting? Why are we getting sick? Why not make something <laughs> yeah. to love? And uh-huh. I grossly underestimated um, how little of uh, help help the bears would be but i have a lot <laughs> well, of bears now and i'm feeling good. what was the main driving fact i mean what mm-hmm. were your were the stores you were operating open did you allow you weren't allowed um, to yes and no yes and no because uh they were open yes open to the public no okay. i was in them mm-hmm. All right. i was having because the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that the bears I mean, look them in the eye for one second. You tell me those things aren't alive. I mean, so I, uh, it was my job. Yeah, yeah it was my me. job to keep keep them company. Um, well, which they don't, I they don't stuff themselves. You know, they don't Someone stuff. I I actually don't think on the podcast I should go into how, the stuffing process. I just I don't know what the demographic ages are for who I listens. Think, I don't think I don't think, I don't think our, we need to. Do our that. demographic no, I really don't. is like sixty to eighty five. Yeah. Oh, then they already know. Then we don't even have to talk about it. We don't even need to talk about it. They're experts in people stuff. Who, who, people who grew they up in the 50s, they know the bear stuffing process. They are in the turn. loop. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> All right, no, but yeah. So for real, hanging out with your grandma. Um, where are you mm-hmm. now? You're now, you, you start, you, was, you were mainly with your parents, obviously, back I here was. in California. I escaped. Quarantine. Where, where, where have you escaped to now? Um, just, by the way, I love you, mom and dad. I didn't escape because you're always right here. I'm pointing to my heart. Um, mm. I just started uh, crying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, it should be noted that Dan has, or Will, <laughs> who are you people? Will has huge, huge mascara runs of, of just tears coming down his face. Very Alanis Morissette. Um, but I'm in Portland right now, hilariously. Oh, wow. And I know what you're thinking. Isn't that place on fire? Oh. oh. 
Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. um, we, it just rained though today. Oh, 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 oh. And um, Sorry, I, I have asthma. Oh, um, the reason that I sound, I bet everyone listening is like, am I supposed to focus when she sounds this sexy and raspy? I was thinking that. Um, I know you were, it's all written all over your face. Imagine, imagine just a huge cartoon smirk on Dan's face. That's pretty much my the gist, eye, it's but, been It's been like um, Tom and Jerry. My eyes have been popping out of my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, like, like yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, no, but it's because uh, the air quality is taking a couple years off my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a yeah, I'm sure about. I'm in a yeah. Lake Tahoe, and it's also yeah, it will adjust. Very actually, high. never mind, never mind. What? Sorry. <laughs> what? No, 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 nothing. No, it's stupid. It's anymore. stupid. I can just stop. No, 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 I can't hear you very well, but I realize it doesn't matter at all because it's recording on your computer, so it's all good. Yeah, mm-hmm. just podcast thing. Sorry, Danny, to interrupt. <laughs> no, it's okay. Love learning the tricks. That sorry, viewers. Oh, sorry, sorry. So sorry about this. Sorry, viewers. Um, well, I'm living though in this house in Portland with um some other friends, uh, from uh school from Stanford, and they're the first people I've seen who aren't my blood, and I can reach out my hand and touch their face. And I um, assume they're from Portland, like they didn't. A like, couple people, yeah, yeah. A couple people are from the Pacific Portland, Northwest, yeah, yeah. and that's why we chose. We wanted to make sure that we could drive there. We didn't want to choose the Bay Area because a lot of Stanford students are like mm-hmm. taking up housing in the Bay Area, which is like you know understandable. But we we knew we'd be tempted to see people if we mm-hmm. didn't choose a random secluded kind of place. <laughs> Not that Portland yeah. is like in the middle of the woods. Is it still- especially if there are no woods anymore? I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Is it still like are there still protests going on in Portland? I, well, not for the past few days, only because it's been like abs, it's, it's been like the worst air quality in the world for like five days. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, rain just came. So we'll see. They come back. Nice. Nice. All right. um, Moving on to a kind of a, a a separate topic now. Mm -hmm. Um, Get off of Portland. Yes. Well, no, not not necessarily. I, I like. <laughs> Never mind. I spoke too soon. News. I have shocking news. Luke absolutely hates Portland. What? <laughs> what? Who could have guessed? Will you need Who to guessed? disavow your brother on this podcast right now, or else I walk. No, I could. Never. Hey, Danny, have you I seen what Luke actually. looks like recently? No. And so when I listened to the podcast, and and you guys were like, "He's huge." I'm he like, looks like a cartoon character. It's it's ridiculous. That's His hair is yellow. Will, please get a please get your people to send a picture to my people. Well, I'm gonna send I love him right now, and then yeah, yeah. It's, my it's, assistant's it's in the room. Like the room. Angelica. Yeah, she'll get uh, it. she can get it from him. So talking about being sexy and things such of this, such of this. Um, yes, yes, yes. In yes. in when we interviewed. Connor and Rashav, kind of mm-hmm. some of the main points that we came away with talking to them was that I need to build relationships. Um, and I think I'm pretty good at doing that. Uh, but through this pan- pandy, I certainly haven't. Uh, <laughs> Andy. So what I thought I'd do is I would get a Tinder. Mm. Um, okay, and I, intrigued. I, I was wondering if I would go through this with you and yes. uh, you could and... kind of tell me how I'm doing. Dan, I didn't yes. know that this is what I wanted most out of anything mm-hmm. for what's happened on this podcast, but this is exactly yeah. what I needed to have. And happen. if you're wondering, uh, actually, you know what? Doesn't matter. Okay, here we go. So, I'm sorry, wait, actually, pause. Wait, wait, Dan, Dan, before you dive in, I just have to tell you what just happened between Will and I. The picture came through Will's brother Luke, 
and I truly oh good. Uh, all right I just all right good for him all right that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> to take way. in yeah okay go ahead Dan <laughs> it is take in thank you thank you for uh allowing me but that that's fun isn't he insane isn't he ridiculous but guy? that's fun isn't he fun isn't yeah he? <laughs> so yeah um all right so got it immediately first girl i matched with her name was shelly um and the reason why i'm reading it off here and not my phone is because i have screenshots it's definitely definitely real real um, real shelly so is this first one shelly yeah, yeah. Uh, and it said in her bio that she's studying engineering and you know i thought great oh. i love trains <laughs> um yeah so i i i texted her and i said hey do you want to ride this train to pound town Okay. Um, and then she said, what? Uh, and then I said, because you want to be an engineer? <laughs> and then she said, wow, and unmatched with me. So what did I do wrong there? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot that was done right. Um, uh, oh. I, can't, I, I can't pinpoint it now. On my it part? Would, um, no, no, oh, no. Just in basic, in basic function of sending messages. And that's a, a big hurdle that a lot of people have to get over. So good on that. Is, I um, coming out of the right out of the gate, I would say um, good to talk about her interests. Bad to say the words you said in the order they were said, conveying the message that they did. Uh, oh, I, oh, I should, I should. Oh, sorry, I, sh I should have said this. Um, yeah, yeah. Go when clear I it up, said, clear do it you want to ride this train to Pound Town? Uh, uh -huh. Both the words this and train are capitalized. Oh, okay. Oh, um, wait, secondary good. question. Do we have emojis going on there? No, no. Okay, no, well, no. okay. <laughs> if you're going to ask for my help, try to at least feign professionality. Okay, so... So, uh, so, so emojis should have been there. And I relate and, to and, what you're saying. Um, and I, I actually, after I did this, I kind of myself realized it wasn't going well, you know. So I, I went and did some research on my own. Okay. Okay. online and I kind of I looked around and basically you know obviously I need to like use pickup lines obviously right? yeah, you know, yeah, I, like, at the yeah. like at the beginning of any good story or pitch there's got to be some sort of hook um so story I went right into it I matched with this girl named Alexis uh didn't have a last name uh and they only had one really hot pick of her in a bikini and her bio said uh take me out for fun uh, smiley winky face, I suck and fuck you tonight. Uh, and then oh. a bunch of emojis. Just three lines of emojis. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking this is going to be easy, you know? Yeah. All uh, right. So I said to her, Hey, babe, how are you? Now, um, I, hey, babe, you mm -hmm. got balls. How are you? A R P. I misspelled it so I don't care enough. Yeah, I picked up on that. I picked to go up back on that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was, then she responded like within seconds, actually, like it actually, as soon as I sent it, she responded with three messages uh, and mm -hmm. said, I am looking to hook up. Uh, mm. My boyfriend is a cuck with no sex drive. Uh, Tinder keeps logging me out. Email me at Frank Tortellini at yahoo.com to arrange a hookup. Dan, that sounds fake. You know? Yeah, and Dan, I, said, I, no, I no, hate no, to no, say no. it. Hold on. I hate no, no. I was like, great. So I, I, one message in and I'm like, you know, I must be amazing at this. Um, I mean, I thought it was weird that the email was some guy named Frank, but I tried emailing uh, it anyway. I don't know if I've gotten a response back though, because 
the same day I had to bring my laptop into the store because it got a bunch of viruses. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I mean, again, a lot, I heard a lot of messaging going on in that. So good for that. Thank you. Uh, I guess my biggest piece of advice is, uh, have you heard of Hinge? Have you heard of Hinge? other apps? What's, what have you heard Hinge? of Have you heard of deleting the app you currently have and all the history that you have on it and trying again? So you think that that wasn't a real person? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say they aren't a real person. And even if they are, Dan, I think that you deserve someone with two pictures. I really, I've always thought that about you. Wow. That's so I've weird. always thought that you deserve a girl with two pictures and maybe more written uh, written words about personality. Uh, but that's so just me. I might be shooting just for the give stars me, here. They shouldn't just give me Frank Tortellini at yahoo.com? I mean, uh, if they're the right one, you won't even have to ask for Frank Tortellini. Uh, okay, that's I, I, well, I mean, I, my, I, mean I, I think my sister didn't, didn't get her fiance's uh, email address until, until the, he popped the question. So um, if she's giving you Frank Tortellini right on the first match, I say, I say let that fish go. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Uh, I, I mean, thank you for that. Yeah, okay. um, I, I mean, from that, I didn't, go, yeah, go ahead. Will, ooh, Will's got something. I want to go back to the Shelly situation. I think what okay. you yeah. could have said was, I'll have you chew-chewing all night long. That's a good one. I okay. like that I need, I need the listeners to know that I wouldn't have said that, but. Uh, I like uh, that one a lot. I think right. I actually would like to. I've yeah. been outvoted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, or like, that. or like, or like, you, or, uh, other stuff with choo-choo. Uh, um, oh, okay. You so you just on you this. just came up with one with Choo Choo, and you recognize that that was a good one. Yeah. And now you just want me to do the one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to go back mm -hmm. to Shelly. I think it's all good. Okay. <laughs> I also, think I think I'm. Go ahead. Yeah, Danny. I think Hinge. I think I think Hinge, or I think um, go go for letters. Letters. Okay, so I moved on from Alexis. <laughs> There's more. Um, Dan, I have four more here. Uh, and yeah. after Alexis, I didn't know that, like, it was fake. So I'm kind of riding high. I'm like, I'm a pro at this, you know? So mm. I, I, I go to Katie um, and I say to her, do you know where the nearest Radio Shack is? And if so, are you interested in accompanying me? And she mm. responded, didn't Radio Shack go out of business or something? And for that, I just immediately unmatched with her because I wouldn't stand for that kind of disrespect. That's good for you. That is That's good for you. That's shack. good for you. And the next one? Thank you. Um, well, actually, so two of these two next ones actually didn't get responses. I, I just, you know, what do you guys think about these, these pickup lines? Um, the first was to River. I said, um, can you pick me up from the airport tomorrow? Okay. And well... That's all and the other one was Lauren, and uh, okay. I said to Lauren, my dick is a rocket ship. Ooh, I don't like it. Neither um, of those? Dan, Dan, I have I edits. Like anything you said, I think you should yes. stuck with Choo Choo for all of them. I will once again go to the letter writing yeah. or, or yeah. some sort of ad in a paper. That's what I'm, I'm leaning towards. You know, that write... paper would be hilarious. Yes. You know you can write yes. an entire letter freehand while driving but you can't text wow i that, i wow. mean 
What? Wow. Are you going to use? Are you going to use that? Are you going to use that one? I've stolen all this material. I've stolen okay. everything that you've told me. Okay, I so mean, I had one more, and this one actually kind of went enough. well. This I have one that went well for Tinder. Okay. Okay. I actually ended ended up kind of. My hopes are. Uh, her name was Lisa, and I asked her, "Do you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese with me?" Okay. And she said, "You want to go to Chuck E. Cheese even in the midst of all this virus stuff." Good. I was um, thinking that. She's smart. She's good. And I said, I want to go to Chuck E. T's always. Question mark. Uh, and then mm. she said, okay, well, Strange. either way, it's closed. And I, I assured her, don't worry about all that. I'm well acquainted with Mr. Cheese. Okay. Okay, now your name dropping. I'm sorry. That's kind of savage. Well, uh, won't you please join me? And, you know, she said yes. It's not a big deal. So I took her to an empty Chuck E. T's for two hours. And it was very sexual. Uh, but okay. we didn't kiss or anything. We just played ski ball the whole time. That's so wow. awesome. Dan, I'm so happy for you. You know, I've taken a big detour from heterosexual dating, but um, just oh. uh, coming back into it, I'm very interested to see that this is where it's gone. And <laughs> just truly just happy for you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. You don't have any more advice for me? Um, I think as long as your heart's in the right place, place and again you delete the account and again you switch to hinge and just kind of start over then i so, think buddy okay. you've got yeah. the tools what, what are the perks of hinge hinge i just think people on it, it's just more dating apps keep getting introduced and for the beginning they have a different like reputation and hinge's reputation is like more conversation i think okay then right. tinder tinder is a bit more hookup and Bumble, you might end up being friends like nine, so you, eight times. So you out think of 10. that more people on Hinge will want to go to Radio Shack with me? I think more people on Hinge are going to want to take care of you. Wow! Wow! That's actually- are going to want to put a ring on that on that little freckled finger. Yeah. I'm crying again, Danny. Again? Oh my God! Huge Alanis Morissette, just mascara drip, drip, yeah. dripping down. Will He'll actually face. reapplied it during the podcast. I don't know why you <laughs> yeah, did we that. forgot to say that Will washed his face, and he's rouge on too, and he <laughs> looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Hey, yeah. so Danny, let's 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 turn this interview to you instead of Dan's. Uh, yeah, what are we talking about? Situation. I don't know why we talked about that. But um, Danny, let's talk about you. Let's get into the um, let's get into the DiGiorno stuffed crust pizza for this interview, mm, as we always um, call it. I need to ask you, what are your dreams and aspirations, Miss Danica Lyle? Oh, jeez, I didn't even expect this question on this podcast. Zoinks, zoinkies. Um, my dreams and aspirations. I think it's really funny because I think if you asked me before quarantine, like it'd be a very different uh, and but for the past few months, I think I've really just been deconstructing my obsession with markers like in life. Like what are those things called like benchmarks like that you just want to get to? Um, so yeah. basically like my basic dreams and aspirations are just to like keep writing stories, particularly hopefully comedic ones nice. um, to create a body of work. Um, I'd like it because my, my preferred medium is television. Um, yep. and I'd, I'd love to be a TV writer one day, but there was a time when I was like, and I'm going to be a showrunner by this age and I'm going to have my <laughs> yep. own show and it's going to be great. And now I also think like it's the idea that everyone needs to have their own show. Like I would be so 
so perfectly happy to just be and in a by room nine with years old i mean you set such unrealistic expectations yeah yeah i forgot to say that it was nine years old i've just kind of been quiet about my age hoping <laughs> that once i reach it i can say i'm nine and nobody knows nobody can fact check me um but uh yeah i think just now i have very much a general goal of like create a body of work i'm proud mm -hmm. of and um mentor people once i become smart enough to deserve to mentor people and yeah. have good creative friends yeah wow that's and maybe do some do a little bit of comedy on the side do a little bit of performance on the yeah just be but just make it casual like the whole time i'm just shrugging like so everyone knows <laughs> even though i even though i'm up there everyone's like oh but she's cool oh but she she couldn't care if if this you're, lives or dies you're never not leaning against a pole or a wall oh yeah and cross, i'm at the with back of arms. the stage i'm at yeah. the back of the stage Oh yeah, exactly. Stink guy and everything. Danny, what uh, what stories have you written so far? Like, could you give mm. us an example of some of the writing that you've done? Sure. Um, uh, so things that I've worked on, I guess, like in the past year. Um, again, TV is my favorite medium. I uh, did a, a TV pilot, which is like you know the first episode of TV, um, and it, it, it's a comedy that takes place in medieval times about, about these. Um, people who are trying to make it in the world of medieval jesters, like they're trying to become jesters. Oh, yeah, that's and there's like awesome. a whole, yeah, there's a whole comedy scene. But you know, if you're not good at being a jester, you get killed. Um, so it's a, and you, you wrote that? Yeah, yeah. And it's like a Monty nice. Python kind of yeah. situation. Was um, the main character named Joey, Joey the Jester? <laughs> no her name whoa oh sorry whoa. yay jessica jester it was jessica it's Kreia, because i looked online and searched scottish medieval names oh that's cool that's yeah pretty cool. cool and um the one that i'm writing right now though that one um i did last year and submitted it to some contests so that was fun um and the one that i haven't finished yet is um so you wrote did you write and direct them that one no, no that, just, the, wrote, just wrote it just right i'm yeah, like yeah. a big paper pen and then let's make someone else give me money for it or it dies or it cool. absolutely uh dies on the floor um but the thing i'm writing now is um a comedy oh wait should i say it if i haven't finished it no nah. David, David, let like, okay uh, yeah i'm just gonna say i'm gonna say buzzwords Okay, here it comes. Oh boy. Climate change, apocalypse, disaster <gasps> prepping. Done. Those are the buzzwords. That... Oh, nice. Those are the buzzwords you get. Love, intrigue. I just felt something rise in my chest. Dude, oh, I, it's okay. Once again, who's listening right now? Can we hear those kinds of things? Well, well, it was like it was, was like excitement in my chest because because you, you oh okay okay I wasn't talking about something else you weren't talking about <laughs> you weren't talking about how heated that pitch got no um yeah yeah and those are the the like pilots I've written but you know like I feel like something about the fact <laughs> one of the drawbacks of no longer having like very specific goals yeah. um for like where I want my career to go and the fact that in general, I just kind of want to do comedy and want to do writing is that like, there's kind of a pressure to give, take a stab at every medium. So those were TV pilots, but like my capstone for school is going to be a one woman play. And then like, oh, I'm wow. always trying to like do stand up 
like Zoom shows, which are oh god, they're oh, just you have, you've been trying to do Zoom shows. Yeah, I've done a couple of like Zoom two people, like two people. No, it's like, like you it's like, present it to, or it's just people all together. Well, just a Zoom a Zoom comedy show yeah. is when 80 people, because they're friends and were guilted into watching their friends in a comedy show, come to this link, someone hosts it, and then you get like, you know, spotlighted. So your video yeah. is at the front and you either like do a set or you do a pre PowerPoint presentation. You could do like or a you song. Juggle. Yeah, yeah, it's mainly, I'd say, 70% juggling, but, um, yeah, so I've done a couple of, it's been a good, it's been a good way to, like, that's actually something, like, when you're talking about relationships, um, I've actually, like, feel like made a lot of, like, weird, inner, not weird internet friends, the friends are not weird, the friends are lovely, but weirdly, in a time where I'm not, where I'm connecting with people less, fewer times than ever because of the pandemic. I've like met a lot of comedians from these shows and from Twitter. Um, yeah, so so yeah, the, just the process of having to, you know, not settle on any one medium and just yeah. trying to create as much as I can and um, just keep expressing myself has meant that uh, I kind of have a lot of half-baked things, but um, it, but I love the process, I guess. Does it make you feel any extra pressure having a goal that's less specific? Like mm. since you're doing the different mediums, does that actually make it harder or does it make it easier? It definitely makes it harder to do the ones that I like don't put a lot of worth into because I think like, even though I'm like, I don't want to make myself have to, you know, get this level of success. Um, I'm also someone who like, I don't want to not do my best though. Yeah. Uh, and I think like, like <laughs> there's just been a lot of times this year where I re realized how much like, I'm just like, especially growing up in the Bay area, you're just like kind of have this very capitalistic mindset where you're just like, get this like stereotypically successful role and be the best at it and keep succeeding. And it's like, even though I'm trying to separate myself from keep being this good laborer, like, keep pushing all the way and even though I'm trying not to do that I still don't want to like not be doing my best at my, the things that right. I love creatively yeah. so I think like not having those goals means that I really need to believe in myself and like love myself and what I do and it has to come from me and I think that is something that obviously like is hard to keep up I think mm -hmm. yeah. like um, so with all the different mediums, if like, I'm, if I'm like doing like for her, like for instance, right now with this TV pilot, I should have finished two weeks ago. Like I, I, yeah, I love myself. I love working on it. I want to see it done, but I also love lying down. I also <laughs> want to take a break. So it's like, yeah, I guess it is tough in those regards. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe not having the like broader end objective instead of mm. since you don't have that you could just set you know daily objectives for something yeah like because you have because yeah. like i mean like what you said is you have that inner drive already you yeah know? like yeah i'll say capitalist like i'm gonna work super hard and i'm gonna get recognition and i'm gonna get you know rewarded for my hard work so you, yeah. what you can do is do like some daily objectives like you know, yeah. write one scene a day or something mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. And, and of I course, have done, I'll, I'll, yeah, sorry, I'll, I'll say that you, you know, having all your, all your hands in these different mediums 
and like different moving along in different projects all at one time. That's, you know, obviously that seems like a common theme from what I can surmise among like a lot of like well-known comedians who yeah. like have podcasts these days and stuff like that. Okay. Like a lot of people who have podcasts and stuff are doing like three other things at once. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No. And I think like, it's just one of those, uh, one of those things where like, when I go to like a workshop, one of the things that a lot of people say is like, don't force a joke or force a concept into a medium it's not supposed to be. So if you have this great idea for a, a stand-up bit, or you want this great idea to be a stand-up bit, but it's clearly like a whole TV show. Like if you have an idea and it, you think that it's a tweet, but it needs to be expanded yeah. on, it needs to be a TV show, like you you should never sacrifice, you know, that piece of art for like a shitty take when it deserves mm-hmm. to be like so much longer. So I think nice. that is something that's fun, but also that fucking sucks too. If like something yeah. makes more sense as a movie and I'm like, I don't have movie time. <laughs> yeah, that's that well, I hate very movies. well said though. I don't know. It's better, to, I'd say it's better to just not force it and just keep it in your back pocket. In that case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you saying, Well, I, I mean, I, I just wanted to ask like, how has Stanford changed uh, your dreams and aspirations and your- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you said that you've had, you know, this, when did you have that idea of I want to be a showrunner by blank? You don't have to say mm-hmm. by the age, or you could, but when, <laughs> at what age were you thinking that? Mm-hmm. Well, I think for one thing, like the reason that I'm allowing myself not to kind of, that I haven't really questioned wanting to go into comedy or like writing um, that much is because I've known I've wanted to do it since like fourth grade. And I think like okay. having that has really allowed me to be like every time I have an existential crisis I'm like but this is that one thing we always knew about um Mm -hmm. but going to Stanford um the summer before I got to Stanford I was totally regretting choosing it like and you know like there was a lot of pressure at school right yeah Yeah, of course Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) no see that's there was just a I felt (laughs) a lot I felt like not choosing Stanford was being met with a lot of my friends being like you know, you're going to choose it. So choose it. Like, don't mm-hmm. like, you know, it's the yeah. best one to go to. But in the reality, like I equated choosing Stanford to like choosing practicality over my dreams. Cause I had also mm-hmm. gotten in and was considering Northwestern and USC, yeah. um, which, you know, Northwestern's in Chicago. Yeah. All those great, like improv uh, comedy stores and stuff like that. And then you got LA, duh. Um, and then like choosing yeah, and then choosing Stanford was me telling myself, no, like you're gonna try to do this, uh, like smart, uh, intellectual, like you're gonna go into journalism type shit. Nice. Um, and, and I noticed you have you have a tattoo on your neck that says no regrets. Is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it it says no regrets. Oh, sorry. I let me turn so you can see the back. No regrets, um, unless oh they are. Oh my. And there's a Which dragon is, underlining it. Oh, you saw it? That's actually, that's an invisible tattoo. Uh, if I could get a black light <laughs> in here, you could see, you could see it. It's much bigger. But anyway, um, oh, the, uh, I regretted going to Stanford in the summer, which- Must I have been painful. Got, <laughs> shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> but in the summer, but then I think like once I got there, like just thinking like, 
oh, wait, I don't have to make this like a, I have to be a practical thing as soon as I got there. When I decided like, I'm just gonna not care about the intellectual, I love learning, but like, I'm not gonna make myself um, struggle to like choose a career that makes a lot of money. I'm gonna lean into the comedy world of Stanford. I think that just made me more confident. Also, Stanford like has like a smaller like arts community, like which, you know, you see people at Stanford talk about a lot. And because of that, I think people are really helpful to each other. And uh, and also you don't feel as intimidated also, I think, because mm -hmm. not that there aren't hilarious people at Stanford. It's just like, it's not like when you're at USC and every fifth person's trying to make a film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, is, how is Robert Barron's, um, basically, I, I feel like an idiot because I haven't attended nearly enough of Danny's stand-up stuff and like anything. I feel like I've been a bad friend at Stanford. And I just want to put that out there. I wish I had gone to more stuff because Danny, you I think me? it's fucking hilarious. Um, and the main thing that I have seen you Stop perform it. in is, uh, is Robber Barons, which is like the Stanford comedy group. And you make me cry. Like it's at the end of every quarter. And I swear every time we go to that show, like I'm laughing. What are Robert Barons? Is that the imp an improv group or what is that? Sketch. It's a sketch. Ah. Yeah. yeah. It that's like my closest friend of group of friends as well at um, Stanford. And uh, again, I think that I think that's one of those things where like at like other schools, there's like five sketch groups. At Stanford, there's one sketch comedy group. And, and I yeah, elite prestigious. Yeah. Uh, premier sketch comedy group. <laughs> um uh but I mean like that's also like something that like makes you like the fact that people who don't like go to a lot of comedy stuff like will go to a Robert Barron show mainly because it's like kind of it's kind of a pregame thing to do too like it's on at 7 p.m everyone can drink in the theater because guess what it's not a theater it's just a lecture hall yeah. that we <sighs> take over and we put yeah. curtains on it's so it looks yeah. like a theater um and because of that though we have like a cult audience of people who are just our friends. Um, and anyway, I think it just makes me addicted to applause. Um, mm. oh, that's great. So Robert Barron's has influenced you because it's made you addicted to fame. Success, oh yeah. Adulation. It's great because that's it's awesome. given addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. So all you have to do is that is applause and, and laughter. What mode? Cause that's kind of, I've talked about before on this podcast. I think I yeah, you about. did. That's I, 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 I'm driven by laughter a lot of the time. Yeah. So what motivates you to, you know, what mo mm. actually, first of all, in fourth grade, what like made you like who, if a person, what, who mm. made you, you know, who's the person that mm. you were like, comedy. Comedy. Yeah. And that's just how I talked. Um, uh, <laughs> I think, well, it's one, it's like your parents telling you, what you are and they were always just like she's so funny and I look back at videos of me in fourth grade I was not funny I was not funny mm. but I was loud and trying uh, trying so hard to be random um mm. so just lots of lots of yelling iCarly quotes and saying mm. pineapple bah! and then uh and oh did my grandmother laugh um yeah. but I think in fourth grade my dad actually did try to give me and my sister a like comedy education, mm -hmm. which uh, looking back is just, is just the things that he watched when he was younger, like Monty Python 
mm-hmm. and the movie Airplane and SNL. Um, yeah. And uh, a, a couple of other things. Talladega Nights, when I was in second grade, watch that. Nice. Pretty cool. It was actually... It was actually pretty cool at the time. No one else was watching PG-13 movies. Yeah, that, so. that makes you really savage. I didn't watch that until I was 20. So, <laughs> And was it worth the wait? Uh, yeah, I've seen it 250 times since. So, yeah. We'll love that film. Yeah. Um, so, like, who yeah, – were you just, like, kind of not being completely serious when you said – I want to be a showrunner or was there like a person that you saw who was a showrunner and you were like, Oh, I want to be them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess like, I, I think it was when I first knew what the role was, it was just ego that made me okay. want to do it. You know, right, absolute cool. right. ego. Absolutely. You know, like, like I, like in high school, like I, when I emceed with Char, um, like the, uh, <laughs> what, what even was it? Like a talent show. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, how unplugged, cool would it be? Yeah, yeah, unplugged. Like, I think I was just kind of like, how cool would it be if I run the shots mm-hmm. and, you know, get my story out there? So I think it was probably in high school. And I can't, like, I can think of a show. In fact, I didn't even know who the showrunner was. But all I know is that um, I, I love the show community so much. Mm. Um, yeah, and I was just like, oh, I want to make something like, I also love the show Gilmore Girls, which are not similar shows, not similar shows at all, but I wanted to do one of those. Um, But now I think it's also like, yes, like everyone has an important story to tell, but like, because of that, like, you know, I think a lot of the stories I would have wanted to tell, um, a lot of other people are telling them, a lot of them have already been told. And I think I would also be happy being a support. Hi there, this is Dan, just editing the pod. Um, Danny's audio cut out there, and we didn't notice in real time over the Zoom. Uh, so basically what she said is she was being very self- selfless and nice, and um, that she'd rather, at this time, support other artists uh, rather than herself, basically. Very good. Um, especially, like, underrepresented stories, uh, more more diverse stories from black indigenous and people of color and just kind of be someone who helps lift that up instead of making myself the center or something or (laughs) catch me in five years go no fuck that never mind give me my show (laughs) yeah there's gonna be the tonight show with danica lyle it's gonna be on (laughs) nt and i was like guess what guys ego fucking rocks (laughs) yeah yeah you know that's interesting because i feel like First of all, I think it's incredible that you want to lift up the uh, marginalized communities. I think that's like super important and super great and super admirable. Um, but like the struggle between doing that and managing ego, I think for someone like who is, I think like innately talented, that can be hard. Like, mm-hmm. because you see like, oh, I could be that person, you know, like I could be the one that's like reaping all the rewards from this. Yeah. And so it takes like a big level of sacrifice to be able to say, no, let's, let's, I'm not going to be the one to do that. I'm actually going to yeah. look at people. Yeah. I think because like, like it, there's a feeling that getting like a prime time spot, like getting 
the a, a film in Netflix or like is the only way you've actually made it. And I, I think like, obviously that's huge. You get a huge audience, but I think it's like, you can be talented and still make, no one's saying that talented people who aren't, who are overrepresented can't still make their art. It's just the fact that the systems that be are still shepherding them forward and being like this, 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 this. <laughs> that was very specific. You know, they're being like this, this, this. Yeah, and they just um, wave their hands and it just happens. And they, they're waving hands and they're banging pots and pans and smoking huge cigars in big chairs. Plates um, are flying everywhere. Plates are flying uh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but like, I mean, like everything, like doing a podcast, like doing any sort of like thing that's like expressing yourself, even if like, like, like at, at its core, doesn't have to be about audience or at least not at the beginning like yeah. it's about like you have something to say and you're doing it and from there like you like oh did i freeze will oh, did freeze. freeze will did you hear all that oh it was will's fault will was just will? a little bit i caught i caught a little bit of it well <laughs> will okay. was just frozen and he was putting on mascara and it all and me and danny were just talking about Boys, yeah. boys, boys. <laughs> oh my God, Dan, shut up. Don't tell. Um, yeah, anyway. I think that it's so fun. It's so fun that like, um, like in high school, like us, <laughs> for those listeners who are unfamiliar, who, who never went to LGHS and don't know us, we were friends in high school. Scum. And just like, <laughs> no, I'll go on. <laughs> and just like, I like our friend group was always just making tons of jokes like throughout mm -hmm. like lunch and stuff. And but I knew, I felt like me and like maybe Char and like maybe Ryan like wanted to go into comedy and maybe Dan, but like a lot of other people like wanted to talk about, like we're, you know, talking about other careers that had nothing to do with like creative stuff. But like you guys are doing a podcast, like Connor <laughs> does a little music, like, you know, everyone <laughs> does. <laughs> that is his huge, I think that's going to take off first. Before He's going to blow up on <laughs> What is it? Computer science? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, good. So yeah, you going off that you don't really have, you know, any specific goal other than to just keep creating. Aren't you, you glad you create. asked me on to your goal podcast? No, this is, no, this is perfect. How does this inspire you? Because you want to be a comedian. Like really. I want, want yeah, I do. So like, yeah, how has talking to Danny inspired you? Like, I'm pretty curious. Um, I mean, I feel like in terms of that, um, uh, I'm, I missed the boat to go in on it, I think. Can you hear no, me well? Sorry, absolutely absolutely like, not missed the boat, Dan. Okay. Like, absolutely not. I think, I think there's just like so much, there's so many. I will say, sorry, I'll say this. Ahead, this podcast has, has, has forced me to do this and this, uh, in, in particular, this one. Um, there's, when school opens back up, which I think that it probably, I don't know. I don't know if it will or when it will. Yeah. Um, but if school starts back up, I, I, I'm going to force myself to do like one open mic or something. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I should do damn, that. that makes oh, you damn. so happy. That's no, awesome. seriously. Like, I think, I, I just truly think that it's so frustrating that like, like in high school, I was not the funniest person. Mm, no, you were. You, I think you were. Probably were. So many funny people. No, no, no. There were, there were so many funny people at high school. And I think knowing that I wasn't the funniest person in the room, especially like, I think <laughs> plug that no one asked for, I think Charlotte Plaza is the funniest person I've ever met. But 
I think like that in a, in a, in the back of your mind kind of makes, I'm saying the word you, but I mean me like be like, Oh, like why do a thing if you're not like the best at it. And that's like, just so not what it's about. Like it's so like I, every famous comedian. In fact, I just listened to a podcast. It was Conan and Michael Che. And they were talking. I about, love that one. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about you know, like you have a mechanic that's funnier, but that doesn't matter. You're mm-hmm. you're the one who's at your notebook writing yeah. everything down. And with fucking fucking digital, my mom's gonna get so mad at me at how many times I said that word. But with <laughs> like the fact that you know Brittany Broski on uh, TikTok, like yeah. just has this huge huge exponential jump into fame. Like it's it's not about it's not about starting early it's will who's britney broski do you know who that is i have no clue yeah, will. i live say her famous go ahead and guess her famous he her could famous never line he Just would never guess. be able to her guess okay is, yeah uh, we'll guess all right you ready for this you ready she's blonde here's your only hint he's blonde Dan, here, yeah, here, go ahead. here's her most famous line go socks baby yeah okay that okay kind of close it's, um, oh, I was about to reenact it, and then I realized uh, it's 90% visuals, and this is a podcast. Uh, yeah, um, that's the thing. Yeah, so, well, um, it's Kombucha Girl. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. That is mm-hmm. messed up. He's really funny. <laughs> that, you know hey, that's I'm pretty gonna, messed up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be like the 75-year-old white dude and say, I don't like that. <laughs> that's where comedy is now. Get used to it. Kombucha Girl. Wow. In 75-year-old white dude no that's where it used to be it's kind of still is but <laughs> whatever whatever danny i nice. want to ask you one one last quick thing okay 20 years from now okay so it's september yes, that's what I was gonna ask. it's september 18th 2040 where are you what are you doing oh yeah good you question any idea at all um, actually just yeah start with location and then yeah uh, yeah I would hope that it would be New York. I love that city. I think it would be, here's the, my thing. I would love for it to be New York. I think it's going to be LA. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's just where a lot of the jobs are. But um, Don't let New York hear that. Don't let New York hear that. Um, <laughs> the big apple. Um, and I am employed at a television show as a and i'm in the right are you still and i'm laughing. are you still there you're still employed at the samantha Bee not the show same. or is it different I, one? I, i've already been in a show uh, this uh. is like number two but what's funny and now i'm just gonna make it so elaborate because if you're asking me to get all my dreams here i go yeah, and true. then on the weekends i tour college campuses doing stand-up and then on mm-hmm. nights during the weekdays, I lecture because that's my other, my other passion oh. is also education. Yeah. Um, I I would love to be a teacher if and and feel absolutely no stigma of you couldn't make it so now you're a teacher. I'd be like hell's yeah, <laughs> give me the yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me see. So I, give me the kids. Where are they? <laughs> um, uh, and teach and have a life partner and make bread nice and not be celiac you're talking sour my mom my mom is celiac and i have a small percent chance of she didn't like it didn't like become like a huge thing in her system until she was like 40 and she's always like and i tested like 30 percent possible to like get celiac have it become a huge thing or like it's already in 
in me, but like it might become a thing later. Um, and I'm terrified of losing bread. Uh, so that's that's really funny because yeah. So part of my dream is not is, uh -huh. is eating bread. Yeah, and that's at risk of being taken away from you. Travis is celiac, isn't he? Yeah, and he's still happy, so kind of crazy. <laughs> Good for him, though. Oh, How does that guy do it? Yeah. How does he do it? Oh, How does he so without the bread? How does that guy smile? Wait, doesn't he eat? You guys said he ate a lot of bolognese. Is all that bolognese all gluten-free pasta? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. oh, yeah, baby. So he's also a hero? Also a hero. <laughs> I can eat bread and cake and cake. That's very important that it can also be cake. And then lastly, <laughs> I don't know if I want to have a, a children, but like the little ones that come out the body, but oh. I, yeah, I'll be a kick-ass aunt though. I'll tell you that much. Ah, That's nice. non-negotiable. Non so part of my dream is that my sister has already had a child. Well, how about Dan and I have kids and then oh, you be the aunt to our kids? I yeah. would actually love to do like some cool high school big, uh, uh, we take all our families and partners and we go somewhere for a week, but then there's a murder and it's, <laughs> it's a whole, <laughs> and it's a whole story. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just for a book. So it's basically, nice. it's basically the LGHS senior trip to Kauai. Just, yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, in real, just like we're older. But just like um, we're older. Yeah. Yeah. And that is my dream. Well, Danny, I just want to say that's absolutely beautiful. It's been incredible talking to you. Um, very fun. You're fucking yeah. hilarious. You're one of our best friends. And yeah. there's nothing, there's honestly few things that are better than sharing conversation with you so thank you so much yeah all right now was, now this was I'm nice and long well. now i'm uh, crying my eyes out these are some two these are two good kids and they're making good content you listen to these kids hey podcasters imagine mom, i've got my two hands on your shoulders mom, i'm shaking you i'm shaking hey, you and on. i'm saying and i like sauce i love sausage. Mom, and mom, hey mom. hey and go socks go mom. socks mom. i'm gonna eat some and sauce. fuck the yanks go fuck socks Dan, so the beginning of this outro should be, um, uh, all right, Dan, just shut up. Don't say anything. Oh, that was great. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, man. Beady doubt, doubt. Chicka chicka, chicka chicka. Beady doubt, doubt. Chicka chicka, chicka chicka. Beady doubt, doubt. Chicka chicka, chicka chicka. Beady doubt, doubt. Chicka chicka. Beady doubt doubt chicka 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 beady doubt Hey Will <laughs> Will What <laughs> Do you know any other parts of that song? Nope. I don't know. And you know what else? You know what my favorite part of it is? That wasn't even how it actually goes. Really? Like it kind it kinda was like vague like enough so that everybody knows what the song is. But no, no, not really. You kind of just got some sounds in there. Kind of like awesome? if I was doing, kind of like if I was doing the Seinfeld theme, and I just went ba ba boo bo bo ba ba You know what I? You know what I would have guessed that is Dan. What? 
I would have guessed that's your version of jazz. I would have had no idea that that's Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I never watched uh, that. Well, neither did I. But you got to know what the theme song of Seinfeld is. It doesn't matter. Dan, you know what I did watch though? What did you watch? Listen to this. Do you remember when the LA Galaxy played the San Jose Earthquakes at Stanford Stadium on July fourth? Yes. Oh, uh, I'm not sure if I was at the one on July fourth, but yes, they did that a few times. I think a handful of times. Um, while David Beckham was on the team, specifically. Yeah, again, that was the first time I went to a soccer game. Really? Yeah. That was, and that was, do you recall the score of the game? Because if I'm not mistaken, all of those games were just insane. Yeah, Dan, it was like 4-3. It made me think That's soccer what I thought. was like the sickest sport ever. David didn't David Beckham, didn't David like Beckham only, score a free kick? No, he scored two free kicks. He was oh, God. the only player that I knew existed in soccer. You don't know... You're not aware of Chris Wondolowski? All right, fine. I, I knew Wando. I loved Wando. <laughs> that's, that's great news. But, yeah, no, David Beckham, he was, like, he was the first guy that I was mm-hmm. like, damn, this soccer stuff is uh, pretty douchey. <laughs> he was just on the field. He scored this crazy kick. And you yep. just see his smug face on the big screen. He was playing well, yeah. in the Galaxy against the Earthquakes. You know, obviously uh-huh. I'm an Earthquakes fan. Uh, uh-huh. And yeah, you had no idea who this guy was before showing up to the game, or you, you didn't know? No, who I did know was. who he was just because of uh, Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, very nice. I love Kieran Knightley. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you anything about that movie now, but I remember I watched Do you know who Kieran Knightley is? Great. Oh, yeah, Dan, of course. She's from okay, uh, Pirates good. of the Caribbean. There we go, yep. She's Elizabeth Turner. Yeah, nice, good. I, I mean, couldn't remember right, her name. I was, I was going to guess Rose, but that was just because Titanic, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I, I remember the David Beckham, <laughs> the David Beckham America uh, era of American MLS soccer quite yeah, it well. Seems like he brought a shining light onto the MLS. Oh, he certainly did, and that's not saying a lot because it still wasn't that much after he came, but it was just totally a joke beforehand. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Dan, I want I want to ask you about David Beckham because yeah. I know you are British. I do know quite a bit about David Beckham, yes, as many Brits do. Yeah, yeah, and you like to talk about hoes and, and, and hoses, as we said in one of the other episodes. Oh, um, horses. Oh, I thought you – oh, all right. I thought you were being derogatory. I apologize. No, 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 Dan, I would never – I would never be derogatory. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, so can you just tell me about uh, David Beckham? Oh, just tell you about David Beckham? So David Beckham um, – Signed for Manchester United at the, at the age of like, I think it was like 10 or 11. I don't know. Um, spent his entire youth career there. Um, and then he made his way through the youth team, all the youth teams. And then he was part of, you know, Alex Ferguson's very famous. This is going to be very boring to many listeners. Who is Alex was, Ferguson? No, 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 no. Definitely not going to go into who Alex Ferguson is. Yeah. He was just the manager of, he was just the manager of a uh, Scottish guy, manager of Manchester United. Okay. Um, he brought him up through the ranks. Um, and then David Beckham, uh, he was he kind of like was making a name for himself in the team. Um, but this one day on the first day of the 94-95 season, something like that. It oh, might wow. be a he's little old. bit later. Oh, he's, he's old. old. Um, it, it, around then, he, um, he scored a goal from the halfway line on the first day of the season. Good God. And kind of just since then, he kind of just ascended into kind of 
you know, a godlike, a godlike state. Um, and now, and now, and now he state. Well, I would, I would say, like he, he was, yeah, he had a huge fall. Like, oh god, he was so popular for so long. Um, and now he gets a lot of money from Calvin Klein for modeling their underwear, and that's a lot of fun for me. But no, he went from Man U to Real Madrid for a bit. Um, but he was kind of disappointing for Real Madrid. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, that's, I don't, I don't that's David he, Beckham. I, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, okay. Um, also, also, he married Posh Spice. You know who Posh Spice is? Yeah, I do. It's Victoria. <laughs> yes, Victoria Beckham of the famous Spice Girls, of course. Um, so, Will, do you talk about you, the Spice Girls? Can you use a British accent just to make it a little? No, bit no, 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 no. I don't know, and I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you what you want, what you really, really want. Um, I don't know that much about the Spice Girls. Did you understand that joke? Dan, of course I did. I played Just Dance 2007. Obviously, I understand that reference. I'm so sorry. I, I should have known. Yeah. Um, and uh, Hannah and I, Hannah's my sister, by the way. We used to play Just Dance oh. on the Wii, and that's when I was introduced to the Spice Girls. And uh, I fucking, I love that song. That's and your life was changed good. forever? Yeah, it was. Can you name any other Spice Girls songs? Because I can't. Um, didn't they do like, oops, I did it again. No, that was uh, Britney Spears, I'm pretty sure. All right. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, okay. <laughs> what about, what about uh, didn't they sing um, Fireworks? You mean by Katy Perry? Oh, All right. oh that, Will. That was, that was wrong, too. <laughs> Wait, Dan. Let me let me just see if I can guess like one more. Oh, I know exactly. Okay. I know. Ex- I, I know a song. I know a song. You ready, Dan? Okay. All right. Yeah. It was pocket full of sunshine. Oh my god! god. No, that's Natasha Benningfield. God. Damn. And why do I know that? I don't know, Dan. Clearly, we're we're both of us aren't well versed on Spice Girls. Yeah, we're both pretty sad in pretty separate ways. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I don't think I'm that sad. I think I'm pretty cool. <laughs> okay, well that's good. Um, yeah, I just want to. I just want to. I just want to say one last thing before we end this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. The reason why I asked about David Beckham was because I wanted to test your knowledge of soccer, um, mm-hmm. and you passed the test. I think you should become a pundit. Uh, I think that's oh, a soccer pundit is to be a soccer pundit, mm-hmm. right? That, or or a soccer historian, right? Yeah. So, what do you think about that? So, through this episode, um, I, I already am aspiring in school to be an accountant. Um, and then Danny said that I should switch my kind of implied that I should switch it up and try to pursue writing. And now you're saying that I should um, I should be a soccer pundit. Yeah. I think I'm just gonna stick to hibachi. Yeah. That that sounds best. Thank you.